Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, what's the best way to catch the thief nabbing my Amazon parcels? Someone nicking your parcels? Clearly. And how do I channel my inner Jane Bolton? And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? the UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not Jordan North, radio and television presenter. I'm more court circular, you're more court appointed. What's that mean? <laughs> Is that like a court fine or something? Sort of, yeah. That was one I came up with on my own. Have you ever been in a court? Have I, yes. Have you? But like as a tourist, not oh. as... not. I haven't been in the dock. Yeah, same. Really? Yeah. Should we have a drink? Okay, yes, let's have a drink. Um, well, do you know who we're going to toast? Do you want to do the D? I'd like to toast producer Ben, because poor old producer Ben is not here today. His presence will be greatly missed. He's got the, uh, he's got the old vid, COVID. He's got the old vid. From uh, Porto. Yes. Are they going to lock us down again? Because it seems to be... Well, it does no, seem to be right. No, I hope not. I think we'll be okay. We should be all right. Touch wood. Um, but Ben's not here. He's on a screen. We can still see him, unfortunately, but he's there. He's waving. See, and he's got his poorly blanket on. Yeah. Oh, look Look at Diego lying next Aww. to him. Cute. It's emotional support dog. So, Ben, this is to you. Get well soon. And Kat. I think Kat's okay. Oh, no, she's... she's... Oh, oh, Kat's <laughs> Hi. Hi. Is Kat ill too? Oh, oh. Kat's ill too. To Ben and Cat. Have we actually? I'm going to play something in a minute. We're but anyway, speedy recovery. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, uh, but we'll we'll do some other business first. Okay. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss, or you can write to William, who, in the fullness of time. 
promises 100 to reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive sales seal envelopes. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. And don't forget as well, we've got a bloody book coming out. Do we? Yes. We haven't mentioned it. We've got a book coming out. We've worked, I think, very hard on this, so we would love for you to pre-order it, uh, sexofmyboss.com forward slash book. If you've not yet pre-ordered it, get it in, because it's going to maybe sell out. Well, we hope. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Let's manifest Which, it. I was just going to say, yes. manifesting's my big thing at the moment. Is it? Yeah, I'm manifesting a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Like what? Just stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some new clothes. Apparently, apparently manifesting's dead in at the moment. Is what it? What is it, manifesting? It's where you... Well, when I lived in Manchester, Manifest was a club on Canal Street. Um and it was just like a fest of men. But now it's like, it's positive thinking. It's sort of putting something out into the universe and seeing, mm. seeing if it rubs off. Uh, show, uh, what does it mean to manifest? To create something or turn something from an idea into reality. Jordan just did a little Google there we go. of that. Do you, talking of new clothes, do you like my top? I do, it's uh, very stripy. It is, I love a striped top and it's beautiful thin cotton. It's really nice. It was a birthday present from... Producer Ben and Cat. Was it? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Georgia Asda. There's no <laughs> wrong with Georgia Asda, There's the nothing way. wrong with Georgia Asda, but it's not from Georgia Asda. It's from Benetton. Oh. I'll say it. If you want to shop the look, uh, then you get yourself down to Benetton. Oh, look, it's very nice. No, it's nice. Well, I, I like Benetton because they're nice, bright, colourful. Speaking of which, I am at the moment mm. in my first half sip of the year. You are. Well, well can of, we... of, of, no, of the season. Of the season. I love a half sip. Half zip or quarter zip? I would. I have always called them half zips, but actually, technically, it only goes a quarter of the way down. Yeah, put it on for the first time. Yes, I'm actually looking forward to the autumn. Oh, I can't wait. The fall. Although I think when by the time this go, episode goes out, the weather's going to get a bit hotter again. Oh, is it? Ugh. Yeah. I'm. I love the summer. You know, I do. It's my favourite season. Yeah. But I'm ready for autumn now. I know. I want to get a new coat. Yes, you said this last week and the week before. Yeah. Yeah. So is it, are we going to get more hot weather? I th- well, it's not going to be quite as hot as it was, but I think the temperature's... Humidity's rising. Oh, is it? And all that sort oh. of jazz. Um, talking, of, uh, talking of jazz, uh, last week... I don't know how that's a very bad segue. Last week, you talked about Freddie and my gin tins, and you did... You introduced a new impression of Freddie. Yeah. Well, Freddie has heard that episode now and sent me a voice note to... uh, Which I have had to get permission to play. What was the voice note again? Well, I'm going to... What was the voice note? No, what was my impression again? Well, it was sort of like a combo of sort of my father or your version of my father and Boris Johnson. Bloody hell, William. I'll need to work on... But, right, you were about to hear the poshest young man you've ever heard. How old's Freddie? 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're about to hear the poshest young man ever. Who's... Funnily enough, been to Benidorm, but anyway. Yeah. Jordan's impression of me is fucking awful. Like, I know his, imp- his other impressions are, like, bad, but <laughs> I think his one of mine might be the worst to date. To date. Although, I will give him credit. Where credit's due, he did tell the Jintin story in a very good manner. Very funny. Um, because it's so hard to do stories just a second hand but what the fuck <laughs> but what the fuck and he did tell the Jin's tin story very well he's the poshest he makes you sound like you work in the pits yeah I, to be yeah. fair listening back to that I did think actually I don't think Jordan's impression was that bad I'm a bit like <laughs> I'm, 
I'm a bit like, not obsessed, but what's the word, Ren? Can we get him on a bonus? Can we get him on a bonus? No, he's gone back to university. 20 years old, he speaks like that. Yeah, but I spoke like that at 20 years old. He's a young version of you. He's your prodigy, isn't he? Prodigy, I think you say. I'm a fire starter. Sorry, I got that wrong. (laughs) Oh, I did a joke at Leanne and Tom's wedding about the prodigy. And it didn't go down brilliantly well. I did have to run it past them. But I did a joke about their other song. Wow. And the, the pianist was taking requests, and I had already put in my cre- slap. request for slap, da-da-da-da. And it didn't... Well, no, half the room found it hysterical. I don't think the older generation found it that funny. What did you say? I've already put in my request for the prodigies, blah, 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 blah. Slap my bitch up? Yep. Well, OK. Um, it's all right, we did that thing the other week, and I don't think any of my jokes landed. Oh, Jordan was so needy. I was just getting all these needy texts from Jordan. Oh, do you think my jokes are funny? I didn't read uh, the room. No, you did read the room. And I'm sorry to everyone that was there. I would. I we did a little talk for context. We did a talk to, to a group of people. Yeah, and we Jordan... told Stuart's here, big boss today, uh, and, and Ben. Uh, we didn't tell you. I, I don't think I read the room that well. It was with some media people, and I don't think I quite got it. I thought you were great. Mm. You made me laugh. Well, yeah, just... Yeah, don't think the jokes landed that well. Well, I get nervous. I thought you were absolutely fine. Okay. Um, in other news, I'm on a diet. The diet has now started. Why? You don't need to diet. No, I do. You don't. I do. You don't need to diet. To be honest, it's all this food I've been having to eat over the summer, filming these videos for TikTok, and then you you know, you know order it, and then you've got to actually bloody eat it, because otherwise it's a waste, and, you know, food, you know, waste, etc. Uh, and just in general, I bizarrely, most people lose weight in the summer. I always find I put on weight in the summer because I don't do enough walking because it's too hot and I don't want to arrive clammy. So thus I take public transport or whatever. Whereas in the in autumn and the spring, where it's sort of bearable, I'm more mobile. Um, so I've decided I'm I'm going to diet. I'm taking much more care with what I eat. And when I do eat, I'm going to eat in luxury. That's going to be my thing. That's going to be how I lose weight. So yesterday, I went and had a salad at Claridge's. Right, OK, yep. fair enough. Can I just say, mm. I, I think you look absolutely great. That's fine, In thank all you. the years I've known you, this is the best you've looked. Well, that's very kind. I mean, you're bypassing 2015 when I was incredibly thin. Mm. Was that the time we stopped talking? Yeah, yeah we were speaking. Uh, then, yeah, 14, we? 15. Well, yeah. We were speaking. We, we were speaking. We weren't not, as close. No, we? not like now. Um, but I think, look, and you shouldn't diet. A diet's so old-fashioned. Just make small changes. Atomic habits. Right? <laughs> Honest, no, genuinely. You're talking, you're talking to someone here who's been on every bloody diet God sends. But you, can we, we've talked, we have talked about this in the past. Before I met you, you were larger. Yeah, I was, yeah. My weight's always up and down. Yeah. yeah. But it's small changes, trust yes. me. And that's how I'm currently, yeah. Okay. It's just my thing is eat well in the week. Right, be healthy in the week, although you come around to mine for a curry next Tuesday. Yes. And then at the weekend, just, life's too short. Don't mm. want to diet, don't restrict yourself. Well, I am at the moment. It's good to, um, it's good to cook. I mean, I'm going out for dinner tonight, let's be honest. Yeah, of course but... you are. <laughs> You're out more than a cat. Obviously. Well, talking of cats, that's a lovely segue, Jordan, that I was looking for. Um, when I say, by the way, out more than the cat, it means the cat, not Ben's cat. A lot of people have No, but she does go out quite a lot, though, so it's fine. Oh, you and her could... Uh, <laughs> you and her uh, are up there. Who goes out on a Wednesday night? Um, right, so, go back to our Benidorm live episode that we put out, and I think the funniest thing that... Uh, Jump Cut Jack left in was Ben trying to corral the crowd during the interval and he's like guys we need to sit down he was very very piddly 
Anyway, what didn't go into the episode, but I have I found in the shared Dropbox, I found the master files to find this because it was so funny, is Cat, Ben's girlfriend, who clearly realised that Ben's corralling was not working. So Cat grabs the microphone and then does this. And again, a bit like your impressions, Jordan, maybe we need to, we need to give you more credit. She does sound like Margaret Thatcher. This is why I said to Jordan, we're not having a break. We've simply got to sit down. <laughs> is that why she's... We've simply got to sit... She sounds more like Baruch Salt. <laughs> oh, she's there. Cat's on the Zoom, sorry. We've simply got to sit down. We've simply got to sit down. This lady's not for turning. No, no, no. Oh, that's nice on my headphones. God well, bless her. That's brilliant. Anyway, how's your week going? Yeah, good. Got me new uh, half zip on. Um, what's your <laughs> the th- highlight of your week? What's your thoughts and opinions on VAR? On VAR. VAR. Video assistant referee. Oh, it's not that place in uh, the south of France. VAR. Yeah, I think there's like the VAR area in the south of France. Good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, because at the time of record, no, I I always try to keep an open mind on VAR. Sorry, what is VAR? Video assistant referee. Is it? Is it like AI referee? Yeah, so it's basically now in the Premier League. Um, it, oh, has it never been a thing? No, they, they go to a gallery and it's like loads of referees round screens and they can help the referee on the pitch. Okay. Right, so, so it's like referee by committee. Yeah, okay. and I've, um, I've always, I always really dislike when football pundits say it's ruining the game, it's ruining the game, that kind of thing, because mm. it's here to stay and we've got to make the best of it. But it is fucking ruining this game. I'm so <laughs> sorry to swear. At the time of recording, it's day after... Burnley. Why is it so controversial? Burnley, because Burnley should have beat Nottingham Forest last night and we got a goal disallowed. And it, it's here to stay, so we need, but it needs to get better. Like, every time well, we I'm score... Sure technology every w- time you score now, it used to be a moment of euphoria... Euphoria. Right. Please don't count one, this up. One for the gays. Sorry, Karen. And I'm like going mad watching the footy. And then every goal now, you're kind of looking over your shoulder waiting for you. And they got a goal disallowed for a handball and it wasn't a handball last night. So I'm, I'm peed off. I'm really peed off. We needed those points. So yeah, that's room a week. At the time of recording, we've got Man United on Saturday, which I'm going on. You're hey, going on? Yeah. What, as in playing? No, I'm going to watch it. Oh, I see. In 8, where? 8 p.m. kickoff, which is lethal. 8 p.m. Oh. Yeah. It's going to clash with Strictly. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not on this week. Yeah, it is. No, because they, they do the launch show and then they're off for two weeks. Oh, okay. I think, unless they've changed no, it. No, I think it's on this weekend. Oh, is it? Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm annoyed with VAR, but yeah, it's 8 o'clock kickoff. Well, have to be on half pray, pray for Jordan. Pray for Jordan. Come on. How's your week been? Uh, yeah, fine. I mean, the diet, diet's going well, which is nice. Mikey has got uh, a new new bit of apparatus in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got some sleep tape. Oh, God. Which he puts over his lips to make him breathe more from his nose. He's so dramatic. So now, I mean, it's just the romance in our bedroom is just through the roof. It'll be, you know, good night, darling. I'll turn to him, turn to my left. So, and he's got a piece of basically sellotape stuck over his mouth. Like a corpse? Yes. And I'm not kissing that. What's it for? It's to help him breathe more through the nose. Now, he doesn't have sleep apnea like you do, or you think you do, but it... It's a long list of things I think I have. Yes, but it's... You can, if you do 
breathe through your mouth too much when you sleep, you can get sleep apnea. So it's sort of preventative. But yeah, I'm turning to him. He's got some special pillow that he straps to his leg so he, that goes in between his legs to help him sleep on his side because he's a side sleeper. I mean, Jesus. so am I, but I don't have a pillow. So he's got a pillow in between his legs. He's got tape over his mouth. I mean, just, I mean, welcome to married life. He's like sleeping next to Robocop. Yeah, I know. I mean, what's he going to be like when he's older? God, are you being serious? Yeah. No, I'm being deadly serious. So is it like tape as if he's been gagged? No, no. I mean, it's just, it's just a couple of inches over his lips. Why? Well, I don't know. But he, the first night, apparently, obviously, his sort helps of... me sleep, Chad. I've got sleep apnophobia, so I, I just I need to sleep. I've been like I've been noticed a bit bit tired on on site. Can't keep up with young lads, so just put a bit of tape on mouth and strap a pillow to your leg, and you're fast asleep, Chad. Yeah, I feel brand new in morning. I know it's killing sex life, but you know who needs that when you're married. Well, I mean, and it's getting me ready, as I say, for later life. I mean, like, you know, when, when he's got tubes coming out of him, when he's like 80, it'll be absolutely fine because I'm used to it with all, right, with all this all this stuff strapped to him when he's 30. Bloody hell. All right, and Wendy keeps hinting at that. What? She said, because the, the dog's not well at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, don't, because I'll cry, mm-hmm. don't. But he's, he's on his way out and she's following him round with a mop pretty much everywhere he goes. He's just, don't. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's not. I'm not laughing at why. It's just... she's literally having to follow me around with a mop. He just gets ah. up and he <laughs> just leaks everywhere. So she's following him. She's following the dog Frank around with a mop. It's awful, but yeah. yeah. So, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, every time she rings me, she picks him up every day, and he just yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, so then she said to me, she said. The thing is, it's got me thinking, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just about coping with Frank, the dog. Yeah. But I'm not doing this when your dad gets like it. Mm. I'm like, all oh, right. She's like, now, you know, we've not got much saved what with new house. Would you be able to put him up? Because you've got to think about these things. I'm like, freaking hell. Are you be- I don't know if she's half joking or being serious. Yeah. Wow. Well, would you? Put him up. As in what? Let him live with you? Is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. What am I going to do? Follow me dad round me a mop? Oh, my God, you would become like Daisy and Onslow having daddy live with you. Oh, I would. Yes. Yeah. I won't call him daddy, though. No. It's weird. <laughs> She's worried as well. Al stinks a piss. I said, well, it probably does if the dog's peeing everywhere. Do you know what we haven't talked about? Talking of your family. Your baby Lucas and what you did to baby Lucas. Oh, God, yeah, don't. Oh, did I message you? Yes, you did message me. You went, William, what am I like? And I won't ruin the punchline. But what did you do to your nephew who's, I don't know, three months? Not even three months. Oh, he was on the little baby mat on the table. And we're all fussing over him. And I've got his little foot. And I bloody spilled a full glass of wine on him. A full <laughs> glass of wine. He's covered. He's absolutely covered. He smelled like he'd been on the weekend. <laughs> Pissed me, hunt. <laughs> Oh, and I was, and I was like, I was mortified. I was going, Brad, Sophie, I'm so, and we're like dabbing him down, and oh, it was awful. Is he stained? He did have a, he did look a bit rouge the next day. Yeah, yeah. Was it a claret? No, it was a Rioja. Oh, would have been a claret. That would have been fitting. Yeah, it would. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've spilled a full thing. It also, of course, I've got to tell you as well. I'm doing these quizzes on TikTok at the moment. And anyway, you've you've only got three seconds to answer. I was going to tell you this. Your nephew yeah. goes beautifully with a nice bit of beef now. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Poor Lucas, I'm so sorry. 
Who wrote a famous diary while hiding from the Nazis in Amsterdam? Anne Frank. Yeah, I said Bridget Jones. It's <laughs> <laughs> panicking. So that caused laughs. Was it me. multiple choice? No, it's you've got to do it within oh, three seconds. So yeah, it's been quite the week. Wow. Okay. Sorry again, Brad's and self. Did you have a nice time? Oh, it was beautiful. I was, so, I was so lost on Sunday when they went. Mm. It was just, the house felt empty without him. It was so good. That's nice. I was just holding him and, yeah. At what, Brad's or Lucas? Both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Shall we go to your jolly joke of the week? Yes, let's. Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha-cha-cha. I asked my friend Sam to sing a song about the iPhone, <laughs> and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. This is topical. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, Gene Devers, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. I asked my friend Sam to sing a song about the iPhone, and then Sam sung. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Have you seen those adverts yet? Yes, they're all over your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Lovely. My wife thinks I don't give her enough privacy. At least that's what she said in her diary. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the store to pick up eight cans of Sprite, but when I got home, I realised I'd only picked seven up. <laughs> okay, and? What did the German sausage say to his friend? I don't know. You are the worst. Right. Worst? Yeah. <laughs> Back to Budweiser Wiser, aren't we? What was Beethoven's favourite snack? <sighs> Banana! <laughs> Have I done that in tune? No. <laughs> what is it? Da, 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 da. Banana. 
It's quite funny. Okay, this is from Lena. Dear William and Jordan, I have a dilemma regarding my friend's recent breakup. I used to live with Lena. Yes, you did. I love my friend dearly, and he had finally found a partner whom we all believed was lovely and supportive. My friend has a very stressful job, and during a particularly difficult time at work, his partner cheated on him with multiple people. A shock to us all. We had gotten to know him quite well, as we all believed this was it, and was going to be a very long and happy relationship. Our dilemma now is how do we go about the post-breakup? The partner is still on our social media and is very friendly to us all, still liking all of our posts and vice versa. He also made the best cocktails ever. Do we keep an amicable if suspicious relationship with this man or do we never speak to him again many thanks for your advice Lena I'd speak to your friend uh, see what he says but yes probably probably well, gonna have to cut him dead I think in, in solidarity with your friend and he's in the wrong gear he's been shagging about yeah Lena who do you want more in your life your friend or your friend's ex if, if your friend says, oh, it's fine, I'm not bothered, but in, I'd, I'd probably delete them, yeah. But also, Lena has helpfully given us a little bit of additional information mm. here in that they split up because they was cheating not just once, not that that makes it any better, but multiple times. Get rid of... The, okay, if he's liking your photos, doesn't mean to say, like, fine, whatever, like, random people can like your photos, just near. He made best cocktails, fine, go to a bar. Like, I don't... I'd get rid of him. I, I'm actually slightly annoyed, Lena, that actually the more I think about it, that you are even thinking of keeping this person in your life. I'm still friends with some of my mates' exes on Instagram and stuff. I still follow them. But if just because you like someone on Instagram doesn't mean to say they're your friend. Yeah. I mean, I follow you. I follow Ben. It's a bit harsh. I follow Sean Mendes. Doesn't mean to say I'm his friend. Sadly. But Lena... I think it's quite ob- obvious. I think I've met Sean Mendes. Yes, I know. I was talking about this with someone the other day. It is f- really frustrating that when you met Sean Mendes, you literally told him how to greet the Queen. What is the point of him meeting me? I mean, obviously we have a king now, so I guess, I mean, it's kind of the same, but he doesn't maybe know that. Very frustrating. This next one is from Anonymous. Hi, William and Jordan. I need some advice regarding how to let someone down gently. A few months ago, I set up a Borrow My Doggy account as I love dogs and my other half won't agree on getting our own yet. We were contacted by someone who has a sweet little pup and lives not too far from us. They asked if we would like to borrow him from time to time and look after him when they go away. I've taken the doggo out a couple of times now, but when I ask if he's about for a walk, the owners suggest they come too. They're lovely people, but I'm not really interested in being their friend and would much prefer to just hang out with their dog. How do I go about asking if I can walk their dog, just the dog and me, without sounding like a bit of a dick? Thanks, Anonymous. Good one. Okay. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think of something funny to say here, but I can't. I don't think there's anything you can actually do other than just stop... I don't know how it works on Borrow My Dog, you requesting or saying, accepting that you could take their dog. I think you just got to move on. There are other dogs out there. If you've got a mop and a bucket, you can take mine out. <laughs> well, yeah. I say that. Wendy will probably want to come with you as well. Yeah. Yeah. She's quite fun, though. Yeah, she's very fun. Um, yeah, I think you're going to have to. Anonymous, you are just going to have to go, yeah, oh well, go and yeah. find other dogs. You'll find another dog. Yeah. Mm. Are you um, going to get a dog? Not at this stage of life. No. No. Maybe later. We, we haven't ruled it out. You'd get a Labrador, wouldn't you? Golden a Labrador? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. What would you get? A Corgi. Would you get a Corgi? Yes. What about those ones to put in your little handbag that you got from France? My- <laughs> Go on, what's the brand? I'm not mentioning the brand because I'm not you. I have never heard of the brand and everywhere we go, people just come up to me and they're like, oh my God, is that a... What's it called? Georgia Dazda bag. A Georgia Asda bag. Oh, I've just realised that's Georgia Asda. I thought it was Georgia Dazda. 
thought that was the brand. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> what is, uh, Can someone put new batteries in Jordan, please? Yeah, I would... No, I'm not going to get a little handbag dog. Okay. No, a corgi. Two corgis. I've said this before. Two corgis. One called Princess Margaret. Another, called another called group Pete, Captain Peter Townsend. Group, Captain Peter Townsend. They can be together at last. Okay. They're on the rise, corgis. They are. Yeah, I, see, I see corgis everywhere. I've seen some on the one show about it. Really? Yeah. Was it the one show? Yeah, VT about it. Nice. But in the one show, BBC Breakfast. One of the two. Oh, welcome to your 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Literally hearing an half zip talking about the one show. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't asked you to present that yet. Mm. Put it this way. Oh, Roman's got it. Yeah, that's yeah, just going to say. It's <laughs> just going to say. If I ain't got a job, it's usually because Roman Kent's got it. Yeah. He's very good. He is actually yeah. really good. We had a good laugh. Can we, can we chat about having him on in case Jordan's not available? Is it like a backup? I am here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is from Rupert. He's actually a really nice guy, you know, you get on with him. He's very funny. Yeah. Dear sexted boys, I have an etiquette question that always puts me on the spot. I do not usually find any of life's situations awkward apart from one. When you're with a friend and you bump into someone you clearly recognise but you've forgotten their name, how do you introduce your friend as you can't remember their name? Do you awkwardly say you've forgotten their name or wait and hope they introduce themselves to your friend? I find this one so awkward. Best wishes, Rupert. That's sort of the problem that only someone called Rupert would have. Rupert. Rupert, Rupert the, the bear. bear. Um, this is a nice one. I've written about this in my book, um, in one of my uh, books that I've done previously before the sexed one, but I think it's possibly it's in ours as well. You can do what I call the Noel Coward trick, which is supposedly when, if let's say you and I were chatting, Jordan, I've forgotten your name, Ben comes over, I know Ben's name, I go, oh, Ben, uh, so lovely to see you. Ben, please may I introduce, and then I say to you, so sorry I've forgotten your name, and you say... Jordan. No, Jordan, I know your first name. I meant your last name. North. Jordan North. May I introduce Ben Cartwright? So that's what you can do. No, I, I, I've got a great trick for this, Rupert. So say Ben come up mm. to you. Yes. And I didn't know your name. Yes. And I think this is a really good one. I always, I would say to you, oh, this is my friend Ben. And then Ben would say, hi, I'm Ben. And you'd say, I'm William. And I'd go, oh, sorry, William, we've not met before. Right, yes, you could do That's that. That's my yes. trick. I do it all the time. So I'll go, oh, this is uh, Adam. Mm -hmm. He's working on the show today. Mm -hmm. Adam, this is William. And then Adam would say, oh, no, I wouldn't. Um. <laughs> and this is why one of us no, does 30-second no. links and the other one does <laughs> etiquette training. 30-second links, not on heart. How long are they? I don't know. As long as a piece of string. Okay. Yeah. But um, that's how I do it. Yes, you, you can do that. You go, oh, this is, this is my friend Ben, and hope they introduce mm. each other. If you need to be honest, though, and sometimes you do have to be honest and sort of go, I've forgotten your name, don't say, sorry, I've forgotten your name. Say, please remind me of your name, and then it's a bit softer. Alongside my other ailments of being deaf in one ear, mm -hmm. dyslexic, dyspraxic. ADHD. Un, you know. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one we came up with today? Sleep apnephobia. Sleep apnea. Yeah, I, sleep apnea. I, uh, claustrophobic, yeah. uh, scared of snakes. Yeah, yeah that kind bone of idle. Excuse me. Oh, um, uh, um, you tell me off, but you can't be bothered. Yeah, many, <laughs> many other ones. I do think I have facial blindness. Facial blindness? What's it called? You just can't. I was at a wedding recently and I felt so rude and I went, oh, hi, I'm Jordan. 
Mm. She's like, I'm so sorry, but we've met like four or five times now. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Mm. I just... Mm. It's much nicer to say to people, so lovely to see you. Because yeah, whether you've met them or not, see you. Because it is nice so to bad. see them, but it also doesn't sort of infer that you haven't met them before. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Should we do one more? Uh, yes, all right, one more. This is from... Oh, two more. How many have we got? Uh, got three more. Oh, all right, okay, let's do it. This is from Charlotte. Hello, William, Jordan, and EPB. An ex and I mutually decided to break up just over a year ago, but she still hasn't returned any of my belongings. Lesbians. Uh, I gave her her stuff back within about a month and she said that she would obviously do the same. We live about an eight-hour drive apart, so I can't collect the items in person. Mm. But when I offered to pay to have it posted, she said that she didn't want to because my things were fragile. I think Doc Martens are fairly sturdy. It's now been a year, so I don't know if I can keep asking, because while things aren't unpleasant between us, we aren't particularly friends anymore. I last messaged her about it about four or five months ago, and I'm beginning to think that she may have either binned or sold my stuff, but there were also sentimental items like souvenirs from holidays from before we met, or expensive things like my record collection, lots of Katie Lang, most of which were artists she didn't like, so we have no interest in keeping. The question is, can I keep chasing her up about it or do I have to let it go? Any advice would be much appreciated and keep up the good work. Charlotte, I would, um, one more call, this has got to be a phone call or a voice note and if you don't hear back from him, then cut your losses. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough. Or turn up. You could, eight hours away, 16 hour drive. Where does she live? The or bloody Shetland Islands. Yeah, or fly or, I know, I get there. But you, if you want to get your stuff back... And I appreciate it would be really nice of your ex to actually sort of send and cover you the costs. You can reach by railway, cross the... On a freeway. I don't care how you get here. Just get here if you can. Nice. Yeah, you need to go and make the effort. a trail boat? A trail boat? You can reach me by trail boat. I don't know, Johnny. I don't know the song. Carry on. Um, but yeah, I would, I would turn up and go and get them yourself. If, if the mountain won't go to Mohammed, Mohammed goes to the mountain. That's what I would suggest in this instant, Charlotte. And actually, message to any exes out there, if you do have possessions of your partners or your ex-partners, just get it back to them. They will get your stuff back to you, or should you get their stuff back to them? It's a two-way street. However messy it is, keeping it is called stealing. It's sailboat. I don't know why I've said say. I've always said it's trailboat. You can reach me by sailboat, climb a tree and swing rope to rope. And who who sings this song? It's um, it's uh, I know it. Our letter, Alita Adams. Who's caught is that jacket? Thanks, Stuart. This is from Katie and the rest of the hen party. Dear Jordan, William and EPB, shout out to Diego and Mikey. I'm currently at my hen party in good old Benidorm. I'm so sorry. And all of us are long-term listeners and big fans. My dilemma is this. After paying a large amount of money for my wedding to ensure everyone has a good time, it occurred to me, do I have to pay for my own drinks at my own wedding after paying for everyone else to a sit-down meal and a dance? Or should my guests buy me drinks all night? And if I do have to buy my own drinks, where do I keep my bank card as my wedding dress does not have pockets? Kind regards, Katie and the rest of the hen party. Oh, Katie, I thought you were talking about the hen party. First of all, you should not be buying your own drinks on your hen party. And I believe, if if possible, it is... Um, Times are pretty hard at the moment. If possible, you're going on a stag or Hindu, you should all chip in for the stag. Yes. At least for the flights or the hotel, if possible. Mm. That's not the case at the moment because people 
like it's well yeah but also if you can't afford the to to pay for the stag or you can't afford to go on a stag or hindu don't go yeah yeah don't feel pressured into going you don't need to have one yeah like that's a good point it's not a human right fair play uh but yeah no um i'm sorry but no you should not be buying your own drinks at a wedding no if you're you somebody should be offering it and if you go to the i would politely go to the bar and then wait but at, at a groom and bride, or a bride and a bride, or a groom and a groom should not be buying their own drinks at wedding. No. If you need to, in terms of the where just keep your bank card, Katie, I mean, I think of a couple of suggestions, but they're not appropriate, uh, I would go in advance to the bar and say, can I set up a tab? I'm the bride, here's my card, and do it that way. Even if it's just the odd thing that you want, or that you want to buy someone else a drink, maybe you want to buy the mother of the part of your partner, for example, getting married, you want to buy them a drink, for example, uh, then do it that way. So a bit of forward planning. But yes, you can't you can't sort of have a, a special pocket inserted into your dress. Mm. Final uh, one? How, what, how many weddings have you got? I've, I've got two more this year. Have you got two more this yeah. year? Later on, Christmassy weddings. I've not got any, but I've got loads next year. Actually, my friend Adam, he's, uh, I'm, I'm the celebrant. And he said to me when he asked me to be it, he What's said, celebrant? like the officiator. Oh, you mar- like Joey in Friends. Yeah, he said to me, Adrian and I uh, think you'd be great because obviously we've come to see you on the Sexted shows and we think you'd be great working the crowd. It's like, I can't critique what the mother of the bride is wearing. I can't reduce her to tears. I can't do all of that patter. What are you going to do? Have a game of bloody... <laughs> Never, <laughs> Never I ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they'd love that. But I'm not sure the rest of the, the congregation would. Mm. Anyway, but I love the fact they, you know, maybe I, maybe I could hire myself out to be celebrants for Gene Devers next year. I will do their wedding. Is it English man is struggling? No, English man is not struggling at all. I just thought I could diversify. Okay. Available for a fee for charity, like my cameos. Uh, final one. This Are is. You still uh, doing your cameos? Yes, from time to time. There's a, it's a lot. You get a lot of them. So I limit, I'd limit my windows of availability. But I've raised about £6,000 for classes oh, and friends. Oh, fair UK. play. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, that's really good. Bless so, you. It's money I could have put in my own pocket, but I have chosen to donate. All right, we get it. You're doing bloody charity. Christ. Like being at a table across from Bob Geldof. Bloody hell. <laughs> Sorry, Bob, you've done great stuff for charity. Has he raised £6,000, though? Yeah. Oh, he? he probably raises that before he gets out of bed every morning. Oh, does he? He's a good bloke, is Bob. Is he? Good old Bob. Uh, Robert. Uh, this is from Anonymous. Dear William and Jordan, I wanted to share my tale of trepidation from when I first visited my husband's parents' place in the US. After a very long journey, everything was going swimmingly, and it seemed that my future in-laws liked me. Delighted by this, I retired to bed quite early, content with how things had gone. The following morning, I woke up from a long sleep to find my boyfriend absent from the bed. Assuming that I had overslept and been rude to my gracious hosts, I hurried downstairs without my glasses. There, I found my boyfriend in the kitchen making coffee with no one else around. Relieved that I hadn't missed anything significant or given the impression of being a slobby late riser, I let out a sigh and made a comment about his bedroom performance the previous night while playfully grabbing a rather large handful of his bottom. To my horror, I heard a gasp and a distinctive oh that did not belong to my boyfriend. Turning around was his father, whom I had 
only met the night before, looking mortified. Needless to say, I wanted the ground to swallow me up. Not only had I brought up intimate matters with my boyfriend's conservative father, but I had also grabbed his behind in a rather embarrassing blunder. I fled like a coward to the downstairs bathroom to collect myself, only to discover that my boyfriend was in the middle of his morning poo. I wasn't quite sure how to explain that I had just mistakenly grabbed his father's bottom or mentioned some things that I would rather not want his family Jesus, to know. how blind are you? <laughs> Bloody hell! But somehow, after some stutters... Is this and, from Mr Magoo? <laughs> some stutters and stumbles and tears, I managed to get it out. <laughs> Your boyfriend probably did as well. He laughed... <laughs> He laughed and assured me that while he understood my embarrassment, everything would be all right. This provided some reassurance, but even after eight years of marriage and a baby, the incident is still brought up and laughed about by everyone in the family. I'd hoped to adopt the British stiff upper lip approach, pretend it never happened and move on. However, it appears that Americans prefer to talk about feelings and bring up things we should all be better off forgetting. This unfortunate event has been referenced in wedding day speeches every Christmas and pretty much every family event you can imagine. Although I play along with the jokes, it makes me cringe deeply. Do you have any advice on how to make this less awkward or how to stop the embarrassment from resurfacing? Kind regards, Anonymous. I'd speak to your boyfriend and just say... Or husband now. Husband now and just say, can um, can you tell your family that to stop bringing it up? It's, it was years ago. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a bit mortifying. But it's very funny. It's oh. very funny. Our, um, Joanne did this. Right. You know, Joanne. Our Lee. Yeah. Yeah. He goes out with our Lee. Our Joanne. Now, from behind. Can I just ask a quick question for the Northern Etiquette? Mm-hmm. Our Lee, mm-hmm. that's obviously the relation. Yeah. Whoever the relation marries or is in a relation, do they become our as well or are they just Joanne? Do you say our Joanne or is that not because no, she's I don't not say your. our Joanne. And it's weird as well because there's a load. We, we need to go into this. So, uh, our Lee will say to me. Hmm. I seen your brads at the weekend, not our brads, because mm. technically he's my. Do you get what I mean? Even yeah. though, so if Lee was talking, I wasn't there. He'd say our brads, but because yeah. he's my brother, he'd say your. It's, it's very complicated. Anyway, our Lee. If only you could just use people's names. And my dad are about the same height. Yeah. And they got bald heads. Right. And Joanne come into pub once, and she went up to what she thought was Lee behind the bar mm. and slapped his ass. Said, right. "Hey." Uh, and it, my dad turned around. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sure you it's, had to be It's easily there. done. It's easily done. Um, I, I would actually say, look, I mean, it's, it, Anonymous, it's good that they're laughing about it. That's good. Okay. I would just say to all of them, guys, look, it was 10 years ago. Shall we find some new material, please? Yeah. I think I would start with that approach. I'd I th- speak to your husband first, but... I, no, I'd just go straight to the source. I'd say to all of them, guys, yeah, it was very funny, but come on, it's it's not funny 10 years later. Let's let's find some other stories. Can you imagine if Mikey did that in front of your mum and dad? Mm. Has he? What, slap my bottom? Yeah. No. <laughs> no! Cut that. <laughs> right, get on with it. Okay. Do your ending. Right. So I've just done something there and Williams asked for it to be cut and it was very, very funny. It was not very funny. I want that to go on record. It was very funny, but Williams just asked it to be cut. I'm going to ask for you to be cut. Always remember, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday. Watch us on YouTube on Mondays and share with us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. What? Wow. Just slow down. This has gone on forever and I need a wait. At Sex and My Boss. Or you can write to William, who in the fullness of time promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive self-steal envelopes. The address is on the website at sexmyboss.com. We'll see you on Tuesday. Friday. See you on Friday. Bye. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello Gene Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. 